0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk shoes.
1: Recorded live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending upon where you are in the world at this time. This is a global radio show, and we have listeners from all over the world. My name is Daryl Thornton Sr., and on behalf of T25CL Entertainment... Galaxy Talk Radio. I'd like to welcome you to our show, and it's entitled, In This Place. Well, again, it's good to be here. Um, I'm happy that I'm here. This is a therapeutic uh, time for me. Um, I want to give a shout out to all of the individuals that helped me out for this past week or so um, regarding my Aunt's passing. I just uh came from her funeral today. Um and uh you know it, it was what what it is what it is. You know, we are falling off of this planet. Um very, very quickly I I I, I beckon everyone to please take care of themselves. Um I was at two or four funerals today. A very good friend of mine at my church, uh, today as well. And so, I, I and it makes me think about a very good friend of mine, Rodney Best, who had a stroke, um, some time ago, and he's still recovering. And I, I just ask that everyone send up prayers for me and my family, um, and for my friend, uh, Rodney Best, and for all of our. T25CL listeners and for all of my co-hosts, for our church family, our immediate families, and our extended families. Um, We need to do that. Uh, I want to just say that today we will be discussing again Sibling Rivalry. It's a very powerful show that we had last week. Um, It spilled over into other Uh, radio shows. I had the opportunity, along with uh, um, my co-host, my very good brother, Deacon Carter, to listen to the recording um, of Rosalind's Corner. Um, It was very, very powerful as well. It's a very interesting topic. By the way, while I'm speaking of my brother, Deacon Carter, let me introduce him to you, my co-host, to my left, as always, Deacon Brian Carter. How you doing, Deke? What's going on with you, brother?
2: Good afternoon, everyone. Good morning, <clears throat> good evening, wherever you might be on this uh, great galaxy that we call Earth. Uh, we welcome you to our show in this place, and we hope that all the programs that we present to you are, are brought to you with, with some light, some light moments and some serious moments, and that whatever we talk about, that you might pass it on to others and advise them or uh, encourage them to, to join us in talking, because that's what we're doing. We're talking, we're trying to educate each other, we're trying to glean some information from whatever topic we have presented to you. So once again, I say welcome.
1: Okay, great. Thank you, Brian. I'm so glad that you're there, punctual as usual. Brian works our board, ladies and gentlemen. Brian is a very essential, significant part of this program. Without Brian, this program would not Exist because he turns it on and he turns it off. I want to uh, just say that we are waiting for my brother Deacon uh, Ron Brooks. He'll be tuning in shortly, hopefully. Uh, He's not here right now, he's usually to my right. Um, So uh, we hope that all things are going well with him. And uh, again, prayerfully, and hopefully, he'll be here shortly. So, Again, we're going to talk about civil ri- sibling rivalry. So funny, you, you know Deacon Carter because listening to Rosalind's Corner and Lady Roz and Gina and, and the Galaxy Chief, everyone spills that over into civil rivalry. I think it's a twist of the tongue. But we are actually talking about sibling rivalry. okay? And, 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 and just to, uh, uh, just to rehash, you know, uh, civil ri- sibling rivalry is. It's a type of competition um, or some type of animosity that siblings experience among themselves. Now, we don't want to confuse the fact that I just said siblings because it can also come into play with individuals who are actually not blood-related. But if you have a love for one another, it comes into play. Um, and if you don't, that's totally something different, which is something we're not discussing. It can be very intense. Uh, the siblings are, are very close to one another, and so competitiveness always comes into play, especially, as I said last week, if you're close in age and, um, or if you are the same gender. Now, Deacon Carter, you had said something to me uh, last week. Okay, I'm just reading what you said there. Okay, so Deacon uh, Brooks is going to be late, but he will be here. You had said something uh, last week, and I thought it was very, very, very interesting. It's very profound, and um, I think a lot of people may miss it, Deacon Carter, um, how prevalent and, or I should say, why sibling rivalry is so prevalent, and that's because it's been going on forever. Can you talk about that or expound on that a little bit for me?
2: Well, as I stated last week, um, as we open up the the book of the Bible called Genesis, we see in the beginning there was a, a rivalry going on with with uh, Cain and Abel. But as I as I wanted to state this week, you know, just to get us a little bit on course, if you go down, cut just a couple chapters down into Genesis, you'll find Ishmael and Isaac, and. That was a sibling rivalry that was perpetuated by their mothers, because as we know, the, um, Abraham and, and uh, Sarah were told that they were going to have a child, but they could not wait. So it took so Sarah took things into her own hand and um, gave Abraham her slave, her Egyptian slave, so that she might have a child, thinking that the child would be hers, but of course, when the child was conceived,
3: uh, Hagar,
2: the Egyptian slave, grew to grew to the point where she knew she was going to um, have a better standing with Abraham than Sarah because she was with child. So she um, initially in, in, informed um, Sarah that, you know, she started, of course she started, she started, um, what shall I say, she started Perpetuating angst against a Sarah, so of course, hmm. when, when when Ishmael was born, being the firstborn of Abraham, Ishmael was giving all the all the uh, prominence in the family. And then when here comes here comes Isaac, who was actually the, the child that was supposed to be born between Abraham and Sarah, Ishmael t- took his mother's frustrations out on Isaac. Which of course caused Abraham to send them off away from camp. So there you have your second case of sibling rivalry, and we go right down just a little bit further into the Bible, and we have Jacob an issue, and this one, this one started in the womb. So we have to we we, we, have, a, we have classic examples of sibling rivalry right in the beginning of the Bible. Hello. And this just leads me to to wonder, you know, um, did sibling did sibling rivalry start at the the fall from grace of Adam and Eve, or was sibling rivalry is sibling rivalry an innate sinful desire within us as humans? I seem to have lost. I seem to have lost Daryl,
1: but um, I'm, I'm, that's a okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, okay. And, and actually, I actually heard all of that, but mm-hmm. um, you didn't hear me. Uh, no, I didn't. We're having technical difficulties here, but we're we're good. Um, I did hear everything you said, and I'm just saying, wow. <clears throat> you know, um, that's something to think about. As a matter of fact, um, I was just thinking about that myself. Um. Wow. So 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 was it developed in com- more more contemporary times? Well, you know what? No, no, it wasn't. No, it was not. It 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 actually started back uh, when families began. You know, yeah. and for, for for you to even bring up um, Adam and Eve, um, that that that's amazing because, again, sip, sip, sibling rivalry. While they, you know, sinned, and and while they were placed upon this earth, and not blood related at that particular time, I don't know. you know, um, there, there, there were some rivalries even between Adam and Eve, you know.
2: That's correct. Because, now, you know, we talked about we talked about brothers. Well, even mm-hmm. if we go back to if we go back to Jacob and Esau, Esau uh, Jacob. <laughs> Tried to prevent Esau from coming out of the womb by holding on to his ankle, so right, right then and there, you have the classic case of. No, you're not me, not you, but me. Mm-hmm. And as I was and as I was reading a little bit lo- a little bit further in the same book, in the same book mm-hmm. of Genesis, I encountered Rachel and Leah. Now wow. Jacob was in, they, Jacob was in love with Leah. But her mm-hmm. father, her father, and he he agreed to work, he agreed to work for her hand in marriage, for um, mm-hmm. for seven years. But her father decided because Leah was the oldest that he would give her to Jacob first. So mm-hmm. we have a rivalry between sisters that's mm-hmm. perpetuated by the parents. But no, we're not saying that all sibling rivalry is perpetuated by the parents, but. In this case, it started off with Jacob in the womb.
1: Wow. Wow, Brian. And you know what? I'm going to say I was unaware because when you could not hear me, I was asking you. I'm just trying to sign in again because I cannot see the board. But I was well, we asking have a, you. We have, a
2: call, we have a call from New York on
1: there. Oh, well, let's go, let's go right to the call from New York, and I'll continue to sign in.
2: Okay. Okay. Hello, caller from New York. This is uh, in this place on T two five CL Entertainment. Um, please state your name, and if you have a question or would like to make a comment, please do.
1: Call from New York. Call. This is Darryl, this is Darryl Thornton. If you have a statement or comment, please go right ahead and uh, make that statement or comment. Are you there? Okay. Well, I, we we obviously have a listener. I'm back on the board, and I don't see anyone on there, but uh, it's okay. <clears throat> uh, let them continue to listen because uh, they'll be enlightened, and uh, we, we we can just move right on. But for uh, for this to start right in the womb, uh, Brian is amazing. But he's holding on to the ankles, trying to push the baby back in, and that kind of lends. Um, itself to what we was talk to what we were talking about before with regard to birth rate. That's why I hope that Deacon Brooks come uh, can come in because that was his baby. He was talking about birth rate, and uh, you were telling um, and and you kind of complimented. When I say complimented, I mean that you complimented that statement with regard to your own experience because you you were, if I recall correctly, the number two born, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. And so your older brother, uh, it would appear, felt somewhat threatened by the coming of you. You want to expound upon that again? Because that was amazing, and we're we'll getting some other stuff as well.
2: Well, he, you know what? I, I say that, but um, for all intents and purposes, I do believe that... Um. um with him being the first of everything, first son, first grandson, first cousin, first nephew, and then everybody else coming along after that,
4: Mm
2: -hmm. his spot in, in his spot in the attention grabbing aspect of life was, was disrupted.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So,
2: you know, for him to, um, for him to, I, I guess, I guess for him to, get back or or to um force back he he needed to continue to pe- perpetuate that I'm in charge role Mhm And it you know and if he had and, and I will tell you this much you know um for all and my my oh, if my cousins were were on or listening they would they would agree with me that it had an effect on us
4: for a long time Mhm Okay.
1: There's a call out okay. from of Florida. Yeah, yeah. Let's unmute Florida. And uh, I think that's a friend of mine uh, that I play chess with. Florida, you're on. State your name. You have a question or comment. Florida, are you there? Okay, okay. Uh, I, I think he's uh, or she is listening. Um, would would love for you to come in Florida if if you're there. Um, I've been playing chess with with, with a friend of mine um, from Florida, from North Florida, as a matter of fact. And uh, we've been talking about uh, the fact that I'm from New York Harlem and he's from Florida. He's very good in chess, um, but but uh, I would like to hear from him though because I know that you know while playing chess. You know, um, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff, and I was telling him about how I came up in Harlem and all the things I did and all the connections I made, um, and, and that even to this day impacts uh, civil sibling rivalry with my brother, who I kind of followed into that game life. Um, that's okay, but I, I wanted him to talk because I, I do recall the fact that he told me that he had eight children. So if you have eight children, I know that there's some sibling rivalry involved in that. And we have to connect that as well with the parents because parents play favoritism. We all have favorites. Let's not dispute that. We all have favorites. You know, uh, at my beautiful aunt's funeral today, I have some of my grandchildren there and my son there. You know, my son went the opposite way of some of the things I did because my son is a police officer. You know, I made sure that he didn't follow down the same rules that I did. Um, And believe me, I don't look like uh, some of the the things I've been through. But uh, Florida, if you're there, you just keep on listening, my brother. And uh, you come in uh, if you feel like you need to stay in a quiet place because I'd love to hear from you. And if it's uh, uh, my man, Aubrey, who i will be kicking it with uh, playing chess, I'm going to beat you in chess, brother. But uh, keep on listening. New York, New York, we got New York on the phone. Are you still there? Please state your name and tell us if you have a statement or comment. Please come forth with it. New York, you there? Okay, so we have another listener from New York, and that's cool, too. Uh, North New Jersey, we see that you're there. Please state your name. you have a question or comment?
4: Hi, honey. It's Wanda. I'm here up, just to, my
1: wife. <laughs> I'm here just to mm-hmm. listen right now. I just joined the call, so I'm a little bit behind, but I will continue to listen <laughs> and I'll ask the question when i when I need to okay Hello okay. everybody okay, okay. Well, I'm glad you responded. Thank you baby you that's, that's cool that's cool that's cool okay, okay so you know we we we're gonna continue to talk about it, and we need to talk about our uh We need to talk about the parents. Uh, I want to throw a question out there to y'all. Do the parents, uh, how can I put this? Do the parents precipitate some of the situations or the situation um, initially uh, with regard to sibling rivalry? Because we need to understand that sibling rivalry from kids Trans, transfers itself into adulthood. Okay? And there are some sibling rivalries as an adult. It's strange. estrangement. Adults stop talking to one another. Like I was telling uh, my brother Deacon Carter, I just came from two funerals today. And sometimes funerals, okay, while it brings families together, because families from all over the nation, you know, I'm from Harlem, New York, living in New Jersey, uh, come come together uh, when there's a funeral. It's unfortunate, but it happens. Um, and that's a good thing, that they get together. But the bad thing about that is that um, it can separate or kind of uh, tear families apart as well. Can anyone expound upon that as well? Dickon Carter, what do you think?
2: Well, I know uh, one of the calls we had on last week. Her name was Gina. She had stated that one of her sisters had passed away, and once her sister passed away, it kind of it um, kind of tore the siblings apart. Um, but my my thinking is my thinking is this, while the parents while the parents may perpetuate the uh, sibling rivalry issue. It's up to the, it's up to the siblings whether they want to have angst with each other. I mean, you know, there there's a possibility. And just like like I said before, with um, the issue with my my older brother, it came to a point where I had I had to to let go of all that stuff and 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 meet him meet him where he was. And because we are brothers, and I and I love my I love my brothers and my sisters, and I had to meet him where he was and just say. Okay. Well, look, you're going to be like this, but I'm not going to sit here and let that affect the way that I live.
1: Okay, that makes it. I understand that. I completely understand that. <clears throat> and with with regard to some of the experiences that I had, you know, again, growing up in New York, growing up in Harlem and in the Bronx. And having an older brother, and, you know, God bless my brother's soul, he's no longer here. <clears throat> um, my, my brother, my brother's only a year, a year and a half older than me. So there was a lot of competitiveness involved. But at the same time, I looked up to my brother. While he was only a year and a half older than me, he, to me, he appeared many, many years older than me. Because he was my older brother. And so I followed him. I replicated his behavior. And and that's uh, some of the reasons why I got in trouble. I mean, he was involved in gangs. You know, he would pick up a gun. Um, I seen him riding around in limos. You know, um, I seen him with all the ladies. And uh, so I wanted to do that, too. And so I did. And because he and I were so competitive, I became better than him in that. You know, always having limos, always getting involved with the gang life, always, uh, you know, being a, a gangster at a young age. Um, but, because, and, and, and just doing it to the fullest. I mean, I'm going to, you know, thank God for deliverance, as I told, as I told everybody. Uh, because if, you know, you would have known me back then, you wouldn't have think that I was the same person I am now. Um. But thank God for deliverance. And, uh, you know, after many, 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 many years of that, you know, I was delivered from it. You know, while I attend church now, uh, listeners, I used to do drive-bys in church. When the church folk were coming out, I was just coming home. But that kind of, you know, and uh, since since I was delivered from that kind of, uh, it was instilled upon me to help the youth. And that's what I do right now. So that was my motivation. Um, and I, But I still have family members who are, who are in that life, you know. Um, I, I, I don't think that you need to cut everybody's ties um, with, with regard to your family members that are involved in that, 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 that criminal or, or that lifestyle because you can be an instrumental part in helping to deliver them as well. Because if you do not, then sibling rivalry will escalate and continue throughout your whole life. And I've done some research, um, excuse me, I've done some research, and I know that sibling rivalry transfers itself throughout the years. So from a child to an adolescent, you argue about the same things. As you become a little older, you are more equipped to fight because you're physically stronger, you're mentally stronger, and you're emotionally stronger. You don't depend upon your parents anymore. You depend upon yourself surviving in this world. You know, for me, it was surviving in the streets. Um, but macroscopically speaking, it's surviving in this world, and you are more equipped to hurt your siblings, um, and to hurt others because you want to survive. You know, it's the first law of nature, the um, the strongest survive. So, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, so thank God for deliverance. And um, hopefully, like you were saying before, Deacon Carter, and like I was saying, um, it, it, sibling rivalry escalates into adulthood up until your 60s, into your well, day. Well, yeah, go ahead, man. Well, you know what
2: I was I was. As I was saying last week, you know, um, we talk about sibling rivalry, but you know, I I I have seen and I've I've heard that um, sibling rivalry can even extend into y- your career because um, you know sometimes if um, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. If, one, if one sibling has a better career or um, a better job opportunity to, than another, then then not only do you have the the sin of of sibling robbery, but you also have the sin of jealousy because siblings
4: can
2: can be jealous of each other if one is doing better than the other.
1: That's right. That's right. I mean, this is a powerful subject, man, and, you know, it needs to be talked about because it's so prevalent and it's missed. You know how brothers, you know, sit down and kick it with you and they say, you'll miss me with that, okay? That's what's happening. People are missing each other with that, and so it continues, and it continues. It's like a snowball rolling down the side of a, of a snow-covered hill. I want to get into more of that, and I want to expound upon what you just said, Brian, but I want to get into this other uh, call from New York or New Jersey, uh, North New Jersey. North New Jersey, you're on. Please state your name. Tell us if uh, you have a uh, comment or statement. Hey, this is Robin Gardner. How you
5: doing, John? Brother,
1: brother, 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 Reverend Gardner, how you doing, it, man? It, it, I'm so happy you're there. Yes, sir. Yeah. What's up? Hello, Reverend
5: Gardner. Yes, sir. How you doing? Listen, I was so glad to meet these guys uh, at the church, and I was looking for you. You was sick, but uh, we came there, and he was missing. But I, I said, let me see who's on the scene now. I saw the Brian and uh, Brother Brooks.
4: Yeah,
1: I
5: saw you online too, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, Well, listen, uh, anyway, listen, I'm just listening because I'm just just tuning in, so I just want to make sure that I'm kind of don't miss the whole show, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and listen to some other people, and then I may chime in later, okay?
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's real cool. That was uh, Reverend Gardner. Reverend Gardner, let me tell you something about Reverend Gardner. This is a big, giant dude, man. This guy got (laughs) hands big as a horse hoofs. But the reason I bring that up is because, like I say, y'all, thank God for, for deliverance because he's from the South. He's been through it. You know what I'm saying? And and, 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 yeah. and if you've been through it, you know, someone looked at me today, uh, Reverend Gardner, at my aunt's funeral and said, man, you, you how old? I said, yeah. He said, man, you don't look like it. But you know why? Because I don't look like what I've been through because I've been delivered. There you go. You know? There you go. I, I've been through it, man. I got stuff going on, you know, bullets in my body, all that kind of stuff, you know. Wow. But but God has kept me, brother. God has kept me, you know, and that's what I said. And I I hope this is uh, the brother from Florida, uh, my man, Audrey. uh, I'm sorry, uh, man, uh, uh, Aubrey. You know, I hope that's you on the phone because let me tell you something. Uh, You you came into this radio station, and I know, you know, you've been through it, too. You know what I'm saying? You're a little younger than me. You know, we play chess, et cetera, et cetera. But, man, let me tell you something, brother. Keep your faith because God will deliver you. He will. Trust me, I know.
4: Bulls flying
1: all around me, guns in my pocket, things of that sort. You know what I'm saying? You know, being in elevators with cats. If you're in an elevator with a a bunch of cats, how can you get out if they on you? Only Only God can bring you up out of that. Only he can bring you up out of that, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and that's it. That's what I'm saying, uh, Reverend Gardner. We're not only talking about sibling rivalry uh, with regard to family dysfunction, but we're talking right. about sibling rivalry because you are my brother. Yes. You are my brother. And, you know, and, and if, 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 if you love some, 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 some brothers who are not blood-related, those rivalries can occur as well. But thank God yeah. they have not occurred with us because you know why? We've been delivered.
5: Yes, that's true. That's true. We on We on the same page now. Thank God for. We, we're on the same route and trying to make it in. So, listen. <clears so throat> we got a lot in common. But listen. Let's go back to something you said. Uh, like I said, people don't know what you've been through, and but I know just how you sing and how you uh, you carry yourself. I know that there's another side to you, but you know we all got some button that, that can be pushed. But thank thank God He has delivered all of us. But uh, you, mm-hmm. um, you, your testimony. And what you're doing now is a, is a true fact that God can't deliver and God can't turn things around because you could easily be going and doing something else, but, but look at this. You're on a radio mm-hmm. show trying to reach back and help somebody else, and that means a lot because a lot of times when uh, God blesses us and, and delivers us, um, we're still trying to do something else different instead of trying to reach back and grab somebody else because it, it takes it takes the effort to uh, to go forward. That's why I say I was, we saying sharing the other day how um, – it doesn't take too much effort to be a failure, but it takes effort right. to be somebody. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yes, So sir. many times yes, sir.
5: Our, young, our young people, even um, yeah, relatives, sometimes they, they uh, begrudge us because we, we try to do things better, and they look at, well, you, you think you're better than me, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff that they be saying. But guess what? Uh, like I tell my brothers and sister, listen, um, I, I, I like to see all y'all do good but if you don't wanna do good that's okay. But don't but but don't begrudge me if I'm trying to get ahead because I'm not trying to be better than anybody. As a matter of fact, I do I do for my brother and sister also. So um and but the thing is like you said, my, my, with rivalry. This is how many years ago, brother John, when when you could come south and people would put you up and uh uh, you know, come on in and feed and stuff like that. it's not like that anymore. Uh, family or rivalry, all that stuff is not you if you come down south, uh, you're pretty much on your own. You know, like you you can uh, go to the hotel, and <coughs> it, they all want you to come stay with them. But then, then the right. accommodation is not the same, and then and then the fact that you you know you're tipping around, and um, and people just don't cook anymore. They don't invite you. They, you know you people said make yourself at home. It's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So you you are so right in how uh, things are changing. All I'm saying here is that listen. You're on the right page, and you got some good brothers around you that can encourage you. Because um, what you're doing now, it's gonna bless somebody,
4: and
0: it's
5: gonna be you. hard. The people blessing people. that's what it should be that's all about. Right. That's so, right, man.
2: You know, I find <clears throat> that so right. true that when you go to um, when you go to um, let's just say this when you go to a sibling's house who who lives out of state, uh, you don't go into the house and just act like it's, it's your house. You know, you, you tip tip around and and you know, you, you know, you wait for them to tell you where to sit and, and you, you know, what to touch, what not to touch. And you sometimes, you sometimes think they're, they're looking at you like you're going to steal something, but
4: these these
2: are supposed to be our brothers and sisters. And you know, I'm not, I'm coming here. I'm coming here for respite or rest or, or, you know, to visit and
4: Where's where's the openness? Where's the love? There you go. Yeah, yeah.
1: <coughs> yep, yep. You you you're right about that, Brian. You know, love precipitates love. I mean, if you see, you know, my thing is, even when I was younger, you know, and involved in, you know, you know that that lifestyle, and and you know, I I thought it was kind of fly because you know you get a lot of attention. You know, you get the ladies. You know, you get people. You know, just you know, all all the accolades are given to you, but it's not about all that. You know, no. it's about you being comfortable within yourself. It's That's about true. being comfortable when there's nobody around. You know, she cats right. that are in that lifestyle. They're only comfortable when they're out in the in the bar in the club. You know, at the events, when everyone's shining and taking pictures of you, you know, and your limos and your your gold and your diamonds and all that. But when you come home, you know, you don't have that no more. So how comfortable are you? You're not comfortable because now you're worried about if the feds going to come in, (laughs) you know. But but since, since, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But since being delivered, I want to say that I'm comfortable at at all times. And I want to give you some props, uh, Reverend Gardner, because when I first met you. You know, you encouraged me. You didn't even know me. You didn't even know what my background was. You yeah. know, we were at an event. You know, but you started talking about some of the things you did in the fields and the hard work that you did. And you was talking about your parents and you yeah. were talking you you were talking about how you came from there. And yeah. and you encouraged me, my brother. And so now and, and and even though, let me just digress for a moment. I was doing all those things. I was still involved with helping our young people because I didn't know, right. I knew I, I, didn't, I didn't want our young, uh, the young people to go through the things that I'm going through now. And now I don't want them to go through the things that I've been through. And and that's what you did for me, my brother. I love you for that, man. I will always love you for that, brother. And I I will encourage you, to encourage mm-hmm. others the way you encourage yeah. me. Feel me?
5: Likewise. Yeah, likewise, yes, sir. thank
1: you. Yes, sir. you're you're very welcome. I just wanna uh run back real quick because we got some uh, we you know we have some other callers on the phone. We have New York, we have Florida. Florida, come on, come on in now. What do you have to say about this subject, brother? Okay. Okay, so you're not there yet. Okay, what about New York? New York, you still there? I see you on the board. Come on, New York, what do you gotta say about this powerful subject here? Okay. Well, it's cool. You know, keep on listening because you know what? We will continue to learn from one another. You know, I want to say that, you know, like I was talking uh, with Deacon Carter, I want to throw this out to Reverend Gardner, Reverend Gardner, Deacon Carter and I were talking about how sibling relationships can change dramatically uh, over right. the years. And I know yeah. that for a fact because mm. a lot of cats that were in them streets, man, you know, shooting up one another and, and getting high and you know and doing what they had to do, you know, was supported by their siblings. Just like I was supported by my brother. I wanted to do the things he did. Because I said he got out uh at an early age and I wanted to do that too. But um sometimes it's not beneficial because uh these rival these rivalries as as I said, they change so dramatically Throughout the years, and they can go on into your sixties and seventies. What do you think about that, Rev?
5: Well, well, you know what, you're right because some listen. Sometimes I think uh, during the our upbringing, when we are uh, younger, like I said, we tend to to be close to one another. But as we get older, uh, I don't know what rivalry or the, it's, what is, it? but we seem to to um, distance ourselves between one another. And yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's just it, the, the love and the, and, and the camaraderie and all that stuff is just there anymore. And it, it just it, and what for me about the whole thing, Brother John, is this: we all say we all say we love the Lord and
6: mm-hmm. all this
5: kind of stuff, but, but where's the love? Because if mm-hmm. you, how can you love uh, everybody else and, and, and can't show love to your own family? Mm-hmm. I I I don't understand that at all. I have a problem trying to deal with that. With my family and, and even other families, because I see people just go out of their way. Like even, uh, like the pastor say, sometimes I have message how um, sisters can um, they can embrace the pastor, and everybody want to run, give him a glass of water, and and the husband sitting on there with a with, with the dry mouth, and, and, and you know, like like where's my water? At? You know what I mean? So wow, so like, yeah, so it's like. You know, like we we want to look good for other people, impress other people, but when it comes to our own family members, we're coming up short. You know what I mean? So, um, mm-hmm. love ought to be equally demonstrated um, with the family, home, church, everywhere. But mm-hmm. sometimes we come up short. You know. So, I, I listen. I I guess we all got some some we need to grow. But my point is, is that I I, I don't understand how families, um, how we all struggle so hard. Uh, to to come where we are now, and yet we distance ourselves when we when the time we should be growing together. Because you know, there's so much happening in this world these days that we really need family need one another. And somehow somehow another yes, when we look around, we can't reach out with family. And there, there's 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 other people that I know, brother John. Now, will
4: mm-hmm. come to my
5: age come to my age quicker than my own brothers will. And all my brothers yeah. owe me. And all my brother mm-hmm. owe me yeah. something.
4: Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying. Yeah.
5: And I'm I'm not I'm not trying to collect collect no reward in it. What I'm saying mm-hmm. um but, but they they owe me some 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 type of gratitude. But man, mm-hmm. I I can't even like I told my, my younger brother, I said, Man, you know, when I come down south you can at least check out one day. But you mm-hmm. can't check out one you can't take out one day when I'm on vacation for a week. But yet when I'm back uh in Jersey or whatever, he's uh, already going to Florida for, for vacation or something. I said, Well, why can't you take off a half day for me? You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the. So I don't know. It's just it's like we got love <laughs> for everybody else except our own sibling, as you say. So I don't, bro, John. I don't understand. I'm, that's something I'm dealing with, trying to understand. That's what means so, so much. That I, man. I,
1: Sometimes at night yeah. I'm thinking
5: about that. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, sir, Reverend Gardner. I'm gonna tell you something, man. That's why I love when you call. I hope you're on this show every week, man, because you just Something in my mind, okay, that is unbelievable. It is the show. It is a topic for another show, and I am going to uh, make sure that we speak about that because what you just said is so profound, brother. You know, why do our own family members, or why do we, when I say we, I'm speaking in the macroscopic term,
4: right? Treat okay
1: all the people outside of our family better than we treat the members of our family within our nuclear family, you know? And I know that for a fact, you know, sometimes our, our, our our wives or our husbands, you know, will be extremely communicable and uh, friendly and pleasant, exchanging pleasantries and, and, you know, to others individuals outside of our family, in the church, in the community. Community uh-huh. is the truth. But when right, we come right. home, we are totally different to one another. And mm. that is crazy. That is crazy, man. We need yeah. to flip that like a pancake, like a fried egg. Mm. We need to flip that. We need to treat mm. our family just as well as we treat others outside because we are putting on a show outside. We're yeah. putting on a show outside. And if we're going to mm. put on a show outside, we need to put on a show, out, uh, a show inside our own yeah. homes. So that mm. we can be the same, so that it turns okay. into reality and not a show. Right. We're gonna talk right. about that. Man. We're gonna that's gonna be a topic. Thank you for
3: that. <laughs> okay. Thank you
1: for that. You bet. You know, next 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 month we're talking about education, but okay. uh, Deacon Carter, Deacon Carter. The following month we need to talk about that smiling faces. What do you think, brother? Yeah,
4: yeah. I think what do that'll be
1: think,
2: a, good, a good. I think that'll be a good topic. Um uh there's, there's always there's always um, some kind of some kind of um stuff going on with um the way we treat each other in our family and and I think it goes on in every family even those mm-hmm. who might not say it or might not see it, it some somehow some way it's going
1: on mhm yeah you know and 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 you know what uh, uh, uh Deacon Carter and uh Reverend um A lot of people, you know, they don't realize it, you know, when they see these invitations that are sent out, you know, about dysfunction in the family. Everybody has dysfunction in their family. But they they don't understand that why are we talking about the dysfunction? Well, you know why? Just like Pastor Pastor Taylor talks um, about. uh, And any other educated individual who have been through it talks about. You have to talk about the dysfunction to not only alleviate it, but to terminate it. Let's, yeah. let's not talk about all this positive stuff all the time, because if it's positive, it's all good. Yeah. We need yeah. to talk about the stuff that is happening, that is impacting us and our families and our wives and our girls and our children. And I say mm-hmm. girls, I'm talking about our girlfriends, yeah. our fiancés, yeah. our wives and our children uh, impacting uh, it negatively so that we can flip it. So we can turn yeah. it around. We can yeah. turn it around. You know, that's what mm-hmm. we need to do, you know, because mm. we, we miss a lot of people with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. You, and, you
5: know, you know Brother uh, bro John, one of the things that key to, to, to growth and um, making things right is being able to admit when there is some issues, there is some errors, and most time, um we dismiss that. You know, it's like it's not me, it's um, somebody else, you know, it's, The guy down the street is, you know, and and a lot of, you know, but we don't. uh, If we make an honest assessment of Mm -hmm. uh, each each one of us, I think we could, because we can't fix anybody else anyway. We can only fix ourselves. So that's right. If 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 I can improve myself, and whoever else is connected to me can improve themselves, can improve. So then we (laughs) all can make the world. We can make the uh, our our home better, the church better, the Mm -hmm. community better, Mm -hmm. because when 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 we are doing uh the right thing, it helps our community and everything is around us because cause, because then we begin to show uh, positive stuff uh and, and so when 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 positive reactions come about you see growth you see things 'cause 'cause then somebody's gonna say listen why is uh she's always smiling why is he always happy why is they so joyful you know all these so <coughs> people when somebody see that they are, um they gravitate towards that, but so when somebody yes, see with somebody see with a cyber face and, and you know long face and you say you know what mm-hmm. something going on but I don't feel like getting involved this morning because you you sometimes you know you, you just don't know how to address that so what, right. what we tend to do is kind of shy away from these people
4: mm-hmm.
5: but uh but mm-hmm. then again the way the way I um come across to you I can either turn you off or turn you on. So the right. thing is that we we want to, uh, if God is in us and He's love, there ought to be some demonstration somewhere along the line. That you probably there, you know, love love mm-hmm. to be demonstrated, uh, um, mm-hmm. caring about one another, should be difference. And he, I'm not saying you got to go, you got to bring flowers and honey, and you got to do all these things. But there's there's a, there's a lot of ways of showing gratitude. It's just a matter of how you can seek the the master and ask him. How can I make a difference today, or tomorrow, or next day, or, or how can I improve myself? So, once we make an assessment of our own self, then we become a blessing to somebody else.
1: That's so true, man. Wow. Well, you be kicking it, man. That 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 is so true. And the listeners, please uh, take uh, what Reverend Gardner is saying to heart, because it is so true. And you know, I, I'm sure on this line. Uh, and and those of you who are listening to this radio station are mature individuals. So, therefore, I really don't even have to tell you that, because uh, just listening to him, you will uh, uh, just grab it. You'll just grab it. Um, You you, you know what, uh, Reverend uh, Gardner, um, it's just like this, man. You know, like you said, if, if you run into someone who has a sour face, someone who is frowning, someone who does not, like if you say good morning, does not exchange that pleasantry, then you, you step off. Like you said, yeah. you shy away. You shy away. However, if someone is exuding some positive behaviors, um, I know that, you know, um, even, uh, you know, Brian, uh, Deacon Carter, and I and some other individuals, you know, in the church and in my choir and at my job mm-hmm. and in the street mm-hmm. and the community, you know, mm-hmm. when they see me, you know, I'm a positive person for the most part. We do have bad days.
0: But yeah. Yes, all do.
1: once Yeah. But 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 once someone um reacts to you in a positive manner, um, and, and start kicking it to you, um kicking it to you in, in, in a very, very um I wanna say happy way, you know, um and, and, and starts um conveying to you some positive information, um that you can learn from, you start emulating that behavior. That's yes. the behavior you emulate, not the negativity. Right. So,
4: right, exactly. Uh,
1: right. You know, I, I think that um, I'm gonna work on uh, with with you as being a special guest on my radio show, Reverend Gardner, because you you come up with some great stuff, man. I really appreciate it. I really, really yeah,
5: do. Well, well, you know, brother, listen. I had some struggles. I had some hard times. And I ask the Lord to let me be a blessing to people. You know, mm-hmm. we got enough. We got enough people in this world that are even to spreading stuff that nobody's comfortable with. But but how can how many people want to talk about being a blessing? You know, we can we can analyze this. and We can analyze that. We can um, you know, go up down the line and say this is going on in the world. But it's going. But you know what? One thing like uh, one thing you said the other day. I went to, there's a little There's little place we go to to eat. And the other day, I, w- I went there, and the sheriff was sitting in the corner. And I looked in the corner; and he, he was looking at me, smiling. And he waved at me, and I waved back. So you know, it's like it's, it's like a, you know. Uh, but it's, it's some people look at him like, why he's looking at me smiling? So he's smiling at me. I smile. So you know what? It, it doesn't hurt at all. And then the rest of the day, you know, he, he's like he said a few things to me. But again, w- when you send good waves out, you get good mm-hmm. waves. But when you said, "I like said negative ways," mm-hmm. I don't
4: care,
5: where you're, home, job, mm-hmm. whatever it be, it, 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 it just come back. I mean, listen.
4: Yeah, we all
5: we all a work in progress. And none mm-hmm. of us has arrived, and so we all right. seeking sticking the law for higher heights and deeper depths.
1: So that's
4: right. Uh, and we'll,
5: go ahead. I'm done.
1: No, I'm just saying, and we'll continue to be a work in progress right. because you mm-hmm. see, we'll never be perfect. You only right. perfect person, or I should say the perfect entity um, that we are, and I'm not going to even say in this world because they're not in this world. The only perfect entity that we are aware of is God, you know, so therefore we will continue to be a work in progress. And yes, you're right. And I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I will compliment a brother, you know what I'm saying? I will smile at the brother and say, yo, man, those are some nice shoes you got on. You know how me and you do, you know. Uh, you, yeah, we, we, yeah. we wear gators <laughs> yeah,
4: and lizards yeah. and
1: stuff like that, you know. And when I see that, and, and and let me tell you, listeners, Reverend Gardner dresses dresses very nicely, and so do I. I like to do that. That's my thing. I like that. I like to present myself, you know, in, in, in that type of manner. And so does Reverend right. Gardner. So we compliment one another on our right. attire. You know, and that's just another way of saying good morning. You know what I'm saying? Like that tie, brother. You know, I like that. You know, um, Deacon Carter wears nice clothing. You know, he buys nice suits. Um, Mm. He's had some medical issues with his seat, but he has still managed to work around that and still Mm. look good. You know, and so, I, you know, that's what we need to do. Let's not be afraid to compliment one another. Now, I use these tangible things, but I want to say also that we need to compliment one another on our behaviors. That's even more important. Compliment one another on our demeanor. That's even more important. And, you know, what? once we start doing that, you know, uh, you know, just... Again, digressing and getting back into sibling rivalry, we can eliminate some of those rivalries because we don't have those right. insecurities.
5: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have yeah. them. And listen, we we don't forget brother um, Brooks now. Brother Brooks, <clears throat> he's he's a fine dresser too, and also he can sing along with you. So, so he, yes, so This boy, this, this guy can can bellow sometime. I will be looking for him to sing those songs, and y'all be leading them songs. And I said, wow. It's singing my song today, so listen, so we you know, yeah, we all we all got a little piece of the rock, you know what I mean? So if we
4: can just yes,
5: let our light shine, we all can be <coughs> productive and also,
4: mm-hmm.
5: you know, we are living in this world. And because as a matter you. of fact what you're doing now on this show. Uh they're mm-hmm. not saying I'm a lot, but just to being able to to connect with you.
3: Mm-hmm. you
5: just, listen, bro, John, I'm supporting you. I believe in what mm-hmm. you believe in. It. I wanna support yes, you your endeavors. I, I wanna make sure that this thing uh, uh keep going forward. So when you got that kind mm-hmm. of support you can keep going higher because they're gonna keep pushing you. So you know that so um that, that support group that you got around you is a good thing because what happened you know many times we as a, pe- as a people we we stop things but guess what we don't have the people to uh support us. So we, we tend to get high, uh worn out and broken down and then we can't carry the load anymore. But when we got somebody Mm -hmm. that can hold up our arms and believe in the dream that you
1: have,
5: Mm -hmm. that means a a lot right there. That means a lot.
1: That means a lot to to hear you say that. Um, um, Reverend, Reverend, uh, I'm sorry, Deacon Carter, I want to get to you in a minute about this, but I want to expound upon what uh, Reverend Gardner just said, and you're absolutely right. And Florida and New York, y'all need to hear this because when you have a support system around you, and I'm going to use um, an example of, of of a gospel song. Um, he's talked, Reverend Gardner is talking about us singing. You know, I'm the president of my um, uh, men's choir, uh, which includes Deacon Carter and Deacon Brooks. And both of these brothers can sing and yeah. the, the thing yeah. about singing is that you're not only singing, uh, especially if you have, if God has given you that gift. But the thing about singing is God's given it to you. And now God wants to know what you're going to do with it. You know, and yeah. I, I sing professionally. I've, I've been all over the place singing professionally, mm-hmm. R&B. But now, you know, since I've been delivered, I sing for the Lord. And that's what mm-hmm. God wants us to do. He wants us to give it back to him and just praise him. Praise him yeah. with the gift he gave you. And that's what mm-hmm. we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. Um, And and, and so I'm just, you know, happy to praise him because not only what we're, you know, that we're using our gift, but we're using it to render the gospel, to render the gospel. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you need to know that the gospel is only the good word. Um, And the good word cannot be uh, given to anybody uh, unless you simply do it. We choose to do it with the gift that God gave us. And, and that's a right. song, and it is right. a praise for real, y'all. Y'all don't know it's a praise for real when you praise the Lord in song.
4: Um
1: yes. Brian. Brian, what you got to say about that, brother? Come on in here. Well, you know, something I was thinking. Of, I was thinking back
2: to this young lady we had on the program last last week. And uh, she was from California, and she right. was talking about how her um, her and her siblings. <coughs> No longer communicated since one of one of her siblings passed away. So one right, of the questions Gina. I asked one of the questions I asked her was, well, have any has anybody tried to reach out and get everybody together to sit around and discuss what the problem is and maybe work through the problem? Well, mm-hmm. as as Deacon, I mean, as Reverend Gardner just said, if you don't show love, there can't be any love. Mm-hmm. Her Her answer to me was, she doesn't have time for that because Mm. they don't want to talk. But somebody has to to take time, like Jesus Christ did, and go out on a limb and get everybody together. If there is some kind of um, friction or some kind of malcontent in the family, in the Mm -hmm. siblings, and I'm not talking Mm talking about the mother and father, but this person' talking about the siblings. If there's some kind of disagreement or there's a bridge that needs to be crossed, somebody needs to cross it. Somebody needs to cross yeah. it and get everybody yeah. together. Yeah. And she also said that one of her sisters, who she's not talking to, put something on, on Facebook <coughs> about she was heading out to church and as, as, if, as if to say, well, this one, this person believes in God, but she can't take it upon herself to forgive. But then, wait a minute. But if you see this, why can't you reach out?
4: Yeah, right,
1: right, right. I, I agree with that a hundred percent, man. Hundred and ten percent. You're absolutely right. You know, someone has to initiate the process. You know, let's not be so obstinate. Obstinate is simply meaning extremely stubborn. Um. Mm. You know, and and not do it, you know, because it'll never be resolved. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely agree with that, Brian. Um, uh, you know, it, you know, we we've been almost on for an hour now, and we haven't taken a station break. Could you please give us that?
2: Oh yes. Um, those of you who are listening and those who will listen, we thank you for listening to In This Place. Um, we are a product of T Two Five TL Entertainment. Uh, we are not just entertainment; we are Global entertainment enterprise that includes uh, radio shows, uh, talk shows. Uh, there's even a, a movie that is online. Uh, it's called um, In This Place. Not In This Place. It's called um, What's It Called? I forgot.
1: You United We Stand. United We
2: Stand. Thank you very much. United We Stand. It's a very, it's a very good, it's a very good movie, and uh, we encourage you to listen to it. There are various talk shows. On Monday, there's Compton Politics. On Tuesdays, there's Straight Talk with the Hired, with the hired Budget. And, and on Wednesday, there's Rosalind's Corner. On Thursday, there's Soul Vibrations. On Saturday, there's United We Stand. And on Fridays, there's Friday Night Confessions. We encourage you to check out T25CL. And just go online and check out some of the things that are on there. If you have someone in your family who is um, who is musically inclined, who, who is an artist, who is a writer. There are many workshops on there where they encourage people to come on and, and get involved, and they, they give you workshops on how to write and how to create songs for yourself. So T25CL is, is not just um, an entertainment enterprise. It's a, it's a global family, and we welcome you as, as part of this family to In This Place.
1: Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you so much, Brian. And I want to I thank uh, Reverend Gardner, man. I mean, you, you come on, brother, you know, and you just kick it live. I mean, you just say so many profound things, so many things. But let me tell you something. Reverend Gardner is a member of uh, my church, Community Baptist Church. He has since moved to, where are you, in Atlanta now, brother?
5: Uh, Covington, Georgia.
1: Oh, Georgia. Okay, Covington, Georgia. Um, but, you know, he will always be a member um of our church here in Englewood, New Jersey. Um, I'm also affiliated with other churches over in New York City um, and come from um, a pastoral family. As a matter of fact, as I said, this uh, program that I made sure that I was on today um, is therapeutic for me because I just came from my aunt's funeral and some other fu- uh, another funeral as well, and there were some other funerals going on. you know. So mm. this is great for me because, uh, like like Reverend Gardner said, um, it is a a support system, and we need to support one another. So I'm just throwing this out to you because we normally have um, our other brother on, uh, Deacon uh, Ron Brooks, who would leave us with some deep messages. And so I just want to leave you with a message. Just say, brothers um, and sisters, Please take care of yourself because tomorrow is not promised to us. That's right. And when, uh, you know, um, we're gone um, and when our siblings are gone, there is no more sibling rivalry. And That's sometimes right. we wish that we still had that sibling rivalry because yes. we wish that we had our siblings still here with us. Can I get an right. amen, Re- Reverend God? Amen on that. We still wish amen on
4: that. that we- amen yes, on sir.
1: That. That we still had our siblings and our parents with us, because also affiliated with sibling rivalry are our parents, and and, and my parents are gone, and I don't know, you know who who who's ever parents are gone, but they're gone, and so I yeah. would give anything for them to be back, but like I said, when my mother passed and I, she looked in my eyes and said, son, you just keep on living.
4: Wow. And regardless
1: of what I've been through, that's what I'm going to do: keep on living. Um, And and, and so I I just pray to God, you know, and I thank God for filling the Holy Spirit in us. Because, you know what, guys? One thing that we don't realize is that when we feel guilty about doing things, you know, because we're not perfect. We're not perfect, and we do some stuff, you know, that is against the gospel. And so when we start feeling guilty about it, we need to understand that it is the Holy Spirit that is tugging on our heart. Yes, Yes, it is. What, what do you say, brother? What do you
2: say, Deacon? Well, um, let, yeah, let, let me leave you with something that, um, that, I, that I found very profound, and it has to do with um, sibling rivalry and jealousy, and it was the yes, jealousy sir. between uh, Rachel and, Le- and Leah. Um, envy and jealousy grow as a byproduct of <clears throat> comparison with others. Favorable comparisons tend to lead to pride and arrogance. Unfavorable ones lead to dejection and anger. Comparisons with others rarely promote goodness. In contrast, God calls us to find our worth in Him. The love God expressed to us in Christ releases us from a vicious cycle of jealousy. So the thing is, when, we, when, we, when we're confronted with pride and jealousy and, and um, anger against someone because of what they have and what we don't have, we need to look within ourselves and see where is this coming from. Is it coming from, is it, is it coming from our love for each other, or is it coming from the enemy who wants us always to be apart and to have confusion going on?
4: Mm. Wow. So,
5: yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, listen, um, but also from a biblical point of view.
1: I'm sorry, was, sorry, uh, Brian. Brian, you someone. There's a lot of noise here. I think it's me Okay. Okay, go ahead, Reverend God. I'm sorry.
5: Okay, okay. Um, the Bible talks about renewing the mind. And the only way that we can replace uh, the hostility, the jealousy, the envy, all those things, is to renew the mind. Because, and I uh, renew the mind through the word of God as, as, as Christians. Now, I'm, I'm, it, it, we're talking about from a biblical point of view right now. That's what I'm talking
4: about mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Because,
5: because what happened when you continue to feel I mean, the mind of God's Word, then it began to replace the other stuff because if you, if you don't replace those things, they're going to always stay there. And so only way, listen, they say the best way, uh, the easy way to, to, to uh, get rid of a tree is to go down and get the roots. That's when the tree began to die. So what happened? Mm-hmm. Um, the only way we can get rid of the problem is get to the root of the problem. And as long mm-hmm. as we just, and listen, you can take a tree, a, a little tree, and, and clip the top of it. Where the other side going to pop out even bigger because now you just prune this. So what happens, whenever you clip in just the top of this stuff, Um, it, it only, like, pops out on one side. Or, or you pop the other side, it pops on the other side. So the only way you can get rid of that thing is to go down and get to the roots of the problem. So the roots of the problem is that we got to continue daily to have a good dose of God's word, prayer, and, uh, you know, meditation, all that kind of thing. So that's the only way we can get rid of as Christian, get rid of some of our, our strongholds and, and all or some of our issues and problems. Cause we, if we can't place with nothing else. If nothing else can place these things and we, we try to cover it up, like some people, I might try to have another drink, another something else, another something else. Listen, I remember the days when I was kind of messing around a little bit and, uh, you know, I, I drink a little bit and drink a little bit and start smoking a little bit. And, and then I got to a point where, listen, that wasn't doing me any good. So so now I'm at the crossroads. Yeah. Do yeah. I go a little higher? Do I go a little higher? <coughs> or, or what? Mm-hmm. Because now I got to cross. So now I, I think when my, you said, no, I'm not going to cross this road because if I cross this road with that thing, then this thing is mm-hmm. another thing. So the thing is that uh, you got to get to a point where you say, Lord, mm-hmm. I need you to look at me. I need you, know, even when we read his word, we need to, as it word, kind of um, get in us and marinate. And when the word began to marinate in us, then it began to fix things in us. And until that happens, guess what? we going make changes. Now, we can go to church every Sunday and look mm-hmm. all dignified, put on our best uh, attire and uh, our best shoes and the best hat. And, and guess what? And uh
4: mm-hmm.
5: we can leave we can leave church the same way we came. Has nothing changed because you unless we're willing to go it's like going to a car wash. It, it, uh, listen, sometimes I don't like I don't, I don't like cheap car washes because what happens they don't always clean your car good. You go through there and you come out, you see there's a much stuff on run your car. I like the good detail. So listen, well, sometimes mm-hmm. I just need a, I just need a good word. I need to go mm-hmm. the word. I I, mm-hmm. I, need to be, I need to be come vain, on now. You know? Yeah, come know, on I, now. I, I, just, I need to be I need to be dipped again. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, geez, sir. Geez,
4: geez.
5: Like, Lord, here I am in need of prayer. Here I am in some more clean. I, Lord, I need you to renew my heart. I need you to fix my mind. Yeah, because what so happens? Until we <clears> come <throat> to the Lord like that, guess what? We can't. We don't get a fix. It's just like people going to the methadone clinic. Every Monday they go get another fix. But guess what? The rest of the week, they're back to the same condition. And next Monday, you're going to get another fix. But, boy... When God fixed it, when God fix <clears> the <throat> thing, it is fixed. It, it is fixed. <clears throat> and all you got to do <clears throat> is give it to him and say, Lord, here I am, Lord, standing in need of prayer. I'm going to stop there.
1: <laughs> stop Fine, there. because you give some great analogies, brother. That car wash analogy was great. You know what I'm saying? I mean, going to church, that was great also. And like I said to you, to, to you guys, uh, my listeners, um, this show will always have a biblical component because let me tell y'all something. Everybody, especially me, has, who, who, who uh, hosts this show has been through it. I can tell you stories like you won't believe, okay? But thank God for deliverance. Thank God for deliverance because we are, yes. have been delivered from that. Amen. You know Amen. what I'm saying? And I got so man when you were just when you were just kicking it, Reverend Gardner. I just had so many thoughts going through my head, man. The analogies that you use were so simplistic anyone can understand it. And you listeners that are going out uh, going through it right now, listen to him. Listen to me. Listen to Deacon Carter because he has a testimony too. He hasn't dropped it on y'all yet, but I know his testimony. You know, and, yeah. and, and and if you dropped it on y'all, y'all y'all would be like a, you know, half of y'all that are listening now and be like, yo, let me tell you something. That is so me. So I mm. need to do that. Um like 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 I just said, um, Reverend Gardner, when it's pulling on your heart, you know, yeah. it is the Holy Spirit. Thank God right. for the comforter. Thank God for right. the comforter. You know, right. and, and we need to pray. Prayer, prayer is very powerful. Prayer, right. Believe it or not, changes things. It has changed my life. It has kept my yeah. life. Yeah. you know, it has right. kept my life because I've got, I've, I've had, I've, I've had bullet wounds and things of that mm. sort. I, I've been in the hospital with coronary things going on, and God mm. has kept me. He's kept me. Mm. So, so you listeners, please continue to listen, okay? And don't be deterred. Um, only be enhanced by the biblical component on this show. Mm. By the biblical component on this show, and I just want to run real quick to New York and Florida. Come on now, you have something to say? Please state your name. You have a question or comment? Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Because if you continue to listen to this show, you'll you'll continue to become um, enhanced Hello? and influenced. Hello. Yes.
6: Yes. Hey, this this Albert from Florida.
1: Yes, sir. Aubrey. Hey, what's up, my man? What's happening? This is the brother I was just telling you all about. Now, Aubrey's been yeah. listening all this time, but what I want to say, Aubrey, if you continue to listen to this show, you are going to speak out. Speak to me, my brother. Yeah. What's up, man? How you doing? Yep.
6: I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm at work currently. Right now, I'm at work, and I've been listening. I can't talk, can't speak on the phone, so I stepped uh-huh. back because I didn't, I, you know, I have to go back into my, to my place of work. But I've been yes, listening, sir. man, and I think, um, you know, God gave me the um thing to tune in with you guys, man. I I got a lot out of this the today, so I yes, will sir. be tuning in every chance I get. You know, yes, I, I took a lot of in from this um little message you guys gave tonight. <clears throat> Thank yes, you, I appreciate Yo.
1: Thank you, Aubrey. Let me tell you all something. Yes. This is the brother I was telling you all about. This is the brother. I knew if he continues to listen and if everybody continues to listen to what we have to say because of what we got to – yo, Aubrey, you, you see where I come from, right? You see
4: where I come from. Oh, yeah, from. yeah, I've
6: been listening. I've been listening. Yes, sir. I, just
4: couldn't,
6: I just couldn't touch base on nothing because we can't can't speak out um, okay. in my place of work. But, you know, I uh-huh. got to step back in also, so I said let me let me um let the guys know that I was listening and uh, had full ear the whole time through the whole show.
1: Thank you, Aubrey. I really appreciate you, man. I've i grown to love you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've grown to love you, and, and I knew he would come in. This is a real brother here, y'all. Me and him be kicking it. We we, we talk while we're playing chess. Brother's a very good chess player. And uh, uh Deacon um, uh, Carter and, and Reverend Gardner, y'all hear him. I'm glad we brought another brother in to hear and listen and perceive yeah what we are talking about. And I'm going to tell you yeah. something, Brother Gardner. It's because of you, me, and myself, and because of Deacon Carter. We, 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 we're doing some things. And uh, I just want to say one thing to you, Brother Aubrey. Keep on doing what you're doing, brother. I'm not going yeah. oh, yes, to talk to you right mm-hmm. now about sibling rivalry because you've already told me this brother's a real man. This brother has eight children, and he's holding okay. it down. And right wow. now he's at work. What do y'all think? Is this a real man or what?
5: That's
6: right.
3: He, he listen. he's doing his duty. Thank God for that
6: because that that need to be said. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I got five. Of my, I got five of my own, and I got three um for my wife or conjoining family, you know. But I see them all as mine. So you know, I, I'm I hold it down. Like I say, I'm working late today. Um, and my family comes when well, my family comes second. First is God, then my family. So, but you know, I hold it down for him. I hold it I down. I like. It. I like your testimony. Talk to him, yes, Reverend. What you got to say about something like
1: that?
5: Listen, bro. I mean, listen. You are example to to black men as a whole because what happened? Uh, black men get a get a bad name when it comes to family. It's like none of us is doing our part. And, and matter of fact, when you see a game going on, uh, they're hollering, "Hi, mom!" and and daddy's never uh, like I say even Father's Day. Father's Day, uh, Mother's Day. They have all this going on. Father's Day is like, all right, let's cut it off. Let's cut it short. Let's go. on. So father is not really uh, looked at. Too much uh, uh. in society these days, but guess what? So when we find a man as such as yourself and others that doing their part and stepping up to the plate, that means a lot because it needs to be said. People, in a lot of time we don't see that, we don't hear about that, and that need to be said a lot about that. That's enough for now. Oh,
4: yeah. Yes, sir.
5: Oh
1: yeah, man. man. I, I'm so impressed, man. You know, I'm I'm so impressed with you, brother. You know what I'm saying with what you're doing, with the knowledge you have, that the faith that you have. You know, and all of, like I told you when you and I be texting, it's all good, man. It's all real. It's all real. Oh yeah. These these these, these guys will attest to it, right, Reverend Gardner? They they know yeah. how I do and they know what I did. Right. But you right. but you know what makes me so proud of you, brother, is that you are holding it down right now. Um, like I oh, held yeah. it down, um, at that particular time. And like I told him on the phone, you know, we texting, I was a smooth criminal because mm-hmm. I did all these things, but at the same time, I knew the difference between right and wrong. But I understood yeah, yeah. that I could make crazy money, you know, doing what I did. But it mm. still came a point in my life that God shined something on me and said, you got to change. So I say thank yeah. God for the because I would have been in jail, which I've gone through that, you know, thing as well, but... I'd have been in jail and I would be no good. You see, we need yeah. to understand, we yeah. need to understand yeah. that there's yeah. nothing wrong with loving yourself.
0: Because you right. got to love
1: yourself first before you can uh. love anybody else. Because without yeah. you, yeah. if I'm dead, if, if, if that yeah. bullet would have went to, to other places, then mm. I'd have been dead. And I couldn't help my children. And I couldn't help my grandchildren. But what I love about this brother is that he, he kicks up to me to change our whole dynamic. When he told yeah. me he had children, and that he's holding it down, and he has a blended family, so you can imagine yeah. what the sibling sibling rivalry is there, you know. Yeah, well, this I is see my it every day, mother. every day. Come on, talk to me about that, Aubrey. Yeah, I, I, it's every day. I, I got them all the
6: way from um from twenty five all the way down <coughs> to three, all the way down mm. to three, and um, mm. and they all you know they all think you love and one one more than the other, but the, you know. And you don't love none of them more than you love the next. But you know you, like you said earlier, you have the ones that you lean toward that that more right, or less right. that acts like you and does the things that you do. But you don't you don't you don't love them no more than the next.
4: Right, so, right. Um, so cool.
6: Even the ones that's even cool. the, even the, you know your, the ones that the, your stepkids or, or that that's from your mom from your, from the mother and they're not. Mm-hmm. But you still you still show that same love to them all. And when they do that, once they get adults they always going to look back for me, even if you're not the biological dad, and they look back at that, how you treat them. They will, you know, because I was – a um, my stepfather raised me since I was, like, two. And um, that's mm-hmm. a whole another story that I to you tell know, you guys to take another time. But all that changed okay. my whole outlook outlook of being a man, how to raise my kids, you know. So all that takes to mm-hmm. take part in that.
4: Absolutely.
2: We'll be finishing up this conversation on uh, – sibling robbery next week, so if you're not at work, we would like to hear your uh, your story next week so that you could enlighten us to what it's like to be in two separate families and try to and try to uh, control the uh, sibling robbery aspect of both families.
5: Okay. But uh, yeah. listen, listen, before you yo, listen, I want to say something about Brother Aubrey. One thing he mentioned in the testimony about God. You see, that's key to to the um uh, the black man as a whole because listen so many times we try all we try everything else but we, but when we try God there's a result that we can get from nothing else no matter how much we try other things but when we give it to God it's, it's always a change mm-hmm. in all our life I and mean, we all can test testify to that that when when God came we when we allow no let me yeah, let me say it right there when we allow God to come into our life. It made all of us change, and we can see the change. Then we can look back, and he can be a better, listen, it makes me be a better a husband, a better family man, a better community man, and all that. And it makes Brother Arby a better father, a better uh, man in his church. When, whenever we allow God to uh, minister to us and, and to take hold in our life, listen, the results are always going to be great. And then we can always get, because yeah. listen, the, our testimony will increase and we always be able to, to share with somebody because now brother Aubrey gonna be able to t- listen, he can say, Listen guys, y'all might say it hard but listen, I it was eight kids that I reached back and I helped. So now if I can help eight kids, you ought to be able to do it for two. You ought to be able to do it for three. You know what saying? So so uh uh-huh. every every little every little step that we make in this in this world is a lot of time it's not about us. It's, I make I made um uh, um achievements but but it wasn't up to so much about me. I want to prove to my family, listen, at my age, if I can do these things, then you can do it. Because what, if we don't yeah. leave a legacy for our siblings, for our family, mm-hmm. for our church members, we don't do it, guess what who who else is gonna do it? Because you know like when when I was coming up when I was coming up we didn't have that much uh, examples. As a matter of fact when we were coming up, most time the teachers ask you, well, well, who you wanna be like when you grow up? And we say the father or the teacher or something, because mm-hmm. that's all we knew. We didn't know anybody else. But but but, but so now, bro, Orby had a, had a rough life. Bro, John had a rough life, and I'm pretty sure some of the other fellows had a little tough. And I know no idea because, listen, I grew up in the South, and we wasn't poor. <coughs> we was poor. We was poor. See. So, so, listen, there was time, brother, there was time that I had, uh, I was telling somebody, I had a, a biscuit. And only I can make that biscuit taste like something. I put pepper and salt in, or I put some sugar in, and make it taste mm-hmm. like I made made a sandwich. That's what mm-hmm. a lot of time we ate. So uh, I'm so I'm telling you how God brought me through, and God brought yes, me sir. brought me brought me out. And guess what? And, and and listen, listen. I'm gonna say this now. The Lord, listen. You know, I just we just retired, and um. The Lord allow. I'm, I'm, I'm on fixed income, but the Lord allowed us to come to Georgia and to buy a house, a little bit under $200,000, and in New Jersey, I would have rented. So here I go from, here I go from, making, here I go from making six figures in New Jersey, and to making uh, <laughs> a little bit of money from to Security here, and yet I, I got a house in New Jersey I would have rented. So listen. Ain't that
4: something? So, uh,
5: God can do it. I'm telling you, man. I, it, it's the time I got to think about this thing, man, how and, and and yet, you know, we still were able to keep my head above the water. And guess what? I left when I left when I left North Carolina. I had three hundred. I had three hundred dollars in my life when I came to New Jersey years ago. I only had only I only had three hundred dollars. And guess what? I, I left New Jersey with a few thousand. Yes, I gonna, I'm not going to get through. But I left New Jersey with a few thousands. So. He, so, so all I'm telling you, man. But, but if I hadn't given, if I hadn't turned my life around, doing the things I was doing, what I was doing. Guess what? I'd, I'd have been like, bro, brother, um, John. I'd have been out there doing some stuff that, man. Because I, listen, I got the crossroads, we make a decision. See, all of us <clears throat> come to crossroads. Every one of us, bro, bro, Aubrey, we come to crossroads, and we gotta make a decision. Do I go forward? Do I stand still? Do I back up? Which way I, do I go? And guess what? I chose to go forward because I know yes, I, I've been back already, and I look back there and I see it ain't what I want to do. I, I would not making no advancement there, so I know That's I right. need to go forward. I need to, I need to have to go forward. So I, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm it's a lot I can think but I, I'm, I'm quite sure because I won't up all the time from everybody. But listen, man, when I get to talk about this stuff, I get excited, and God you always gives me power. Parables and yeah. stuff like that. I, mm-hmm. I, that's a mm-hmm. lesson that God gave me. People often tell me, How, said, how did you come up with all these parables and, and, and analogies? I don't know, but when I'm talking, God just gives it to me. So uh, I'm done. But, but you know what?
1: That's all right, though. That's all right, though. You know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. just your testimony. And Brother Aubrey yeah. and uh, 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 Brother uh, uh, Deacon Carter, you already know. Like when I went to uh, our church today for my first funeral, that I, you know, See my boy, you know my boy is gone, you know. But I got to see him, even though my 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 aunt's funeral is at the same time, you know. I got to see him, but you know, uh, uh, uh Doctor Stenard, okay,
4: yeah.
1: um, who has who who is a doctor now, who has yeah. been through it, you know, who has hustled and and gotten high, you know, and all this type of thing, and look at her now because of deliverance and believe me I know because I used to she was a step above me on on the food chain you know um I learned Mm -hmm. some of the 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 antics that I did from some of her cats that she used to hang with you know and we was all out there hustling and doing our thing and she's a doctor now she she's affiliated with the daggone church brother you know what I'm saying? And, uh, she, you know, she, she treated me like royalty, as we always do, because we've known each other for many, many years. Um, yeah. But that's, that's, that's just what you're saying. Um, and I just want to say that, you know, like when, you know, uh, I digress a moment because you were there, and look at you now. Look at what God has done for you. But, uh, you know, let's not, let's not, uh, let's, I should say, let's understand that, God will give you blessings, okay? He will eliminate sibling rivalry as he has eliminated, with, eliminated it with Deacon Carter as long as you are a believer and give your love and, um, 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 and become a believer in the Lord. And I say again, thank God for deliverance because we've all been through that. And if we don't go through it, this is my belief. Okay, because I was at an Episcopal church today, which is some of the routines and doctrines and, and um, beliefs are just a little bit different. But if you believe in it, then God will bless you. He will mm, take you yeah. out of it because I could be dead right now. I could be gone. I could be, my head could be sleeping in, um, in, 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 in the clay, you know, but he has kept me, and he will mm. keep you, and he will keep you, Brother Audrey. Uh, Brother Aubrey, he will keep you as no. well and your children and your family. Um, just uh-huh. have that faith and that belief, no matter what you do. we And, and let me tell you all something else. <laughs> Let's not be judgmental. Let's, yes. It's not for us to judge. Right. to judge. It's for God to judge. So if somebody is out there, and Pastor, our Pastor Teller says this, you know, y'all come into church, and um, the reason you're having problems with your family, hence, affiliation with sibling rivalry, okay, because parents and spouses are involved, or your lady or your wife is involved with your children, is because you don't allow them to come to the Lord. they sitting home watching the game. Let us watch the game and have a beer, you know. Yeah. Don't scream on us because if you do that, it's not going to happen. Um, let it evolve naturally because God chooses you. You know, mm-hmm. and then eventually you will choose him back, you know, mm-hmm. I, I got so much to say about that, man, that you know my head is cloggy, I got so much mm-hmm. to say about that, so um, mm-hmm. I just want to throw that out there, y'all, you know, just throw that out in the atmosphere because he's awesome, okay. he'll take care of us. I'm sorry, All right,
6: fella. Fella, I got to get back in here, um feel great man to top it up with you guys this little short of time I'm gonna try to connect back again, back again next week.
4: You, when yes, show, sir.
6: When, when the next show next week, right? Next
1: next Saturday, 4 p.m. for you
6: guys. Okay, okay. I try to um make sure I tune in, and you know I'm gonna talk to you again um on the on the chess So I talked to you before that. But I'm gonna gotta get back in here and finish this um my day up, and it was good okay. talking to all you guys okay, tonight. Okay,
1: cool. Cool, Arby, Good talking to you, my brother. Finally, all right, man. You too, man. Take blessed, care. Man. All right. All right, you, you do, too, be good, man. alright you All right, it. y'all Later. take care. All
4: right.
1: Goodbye, Osby. Yeah, that was real cool, man. That was real cool, man. That was real cool. I'm glad I talked to him. I have some other brothers from Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I'm glad I talked to you as well, uh, Deacon Deacon Gardner. uh, I'm sorry, Deacon Carter and Reverend Gardner. I just want, uh, at this time, Reverend Gardner, can you give us a parting prayer?
4: Yes,
5: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Lord. Thank you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Lord, I thank you for this time that we have been on the airways. I thank you, Lord. For yes. All that has participated. I pray, Lord, that you continue to touch our mind, our heart. And Lord, that we, yes. you will be a blessing and not a curse to the, to our ministry and to our family and to our home. But most of all, that we ask, Lord, that you will intercede on our behalf, Lord. And let everything you say and do, Lord, that you with the glory and the praise, Lord. So we all belongs to you. So Lord, we thank you Hello. for how you touched us. We thank you Lord for how you touched us. We thank you Lord how you made yes. ways out of no ways, Lord. Lord, we thank yes. you to continue to build Lord. our mind, our heart, and speak to us, Lord, that we want to be a blessing to our family and our
4: community. Lord. Lord,
5: we thank you because Lord, there's no other we can look to but you, Lord. So Lord, we thank you for this time thank that you allowed me. us to come together over the hi- over the airways. So Lord, we pray, Lord, that you continue to bind us together, Lord, and we continue to look to Find you, us, Lord. who who is the author and finisher of our faith the one who keeps us, the one who protects us, the one who guides us, the one, who guides us the one who gives yes. a mind to look to you and say, Lord, thank you for what you've all done and will do. So, God, we pray at this time, Lord, that you will move us and through us, Lord, and that you will touch our home and our our dwelling place and give us traveling mercy on those that travel traveling over the highways yes. and highways. And, Lord, let everything be the do, Lord, that you get the glory, the praise, and honor. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you brothers next Saturday at four PM. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this place.
5: Yes, yes, yes. So good. So God you guys you be blessed and I thank you and I'm gonna do my best to stay ch- uh timed up much as I can with you guys because the last two weeks I know you gotta go last two weeks was was kinda hard for me because um two weeks I was in the hospital. I I checked in. I'm I'm okay now. I I I went through oh, some some, issues, some family issues, so two weeks in a row I had go checked into the hospital. But thank you thank you be to God that I had my mind made. I said, Lord, I got to get back because I want to be on the program. So today oh, yes. I said, listen. So so in, in matter of fact, um, I heard you went through some battles when you was up there uh, in New Jersey when yes, like I up there. And so, but yes, but sir. God brought He brought us, bringing us through. And I said, I just want to listen that with you real quick, how. The Lord has has uh, um, brought me through the last few weeks. It was been a battle, but um,
2: to
1: mm-hmm. God be
5: the glory for all the good He has done. That's enough for today. Thank you,
1: yes, sir. To God yes, be the glory. Yes. And I just want to say, Brian. I want to want, want want to get to you for your last parting statements. But I just want to say to Reverend Gardner um, that I will be getting in touch with you, my brother, um, to to let you know that I want you to be on next month um, as a as my special guest. I should say, as my our special guest with. Brian and I, because he's come up with this great topic of education, and I would okay. like for you to be a special guest on that next month, and I'll be getting, or we will be getting in touch with you regarding that. But please, um, I hope to talk to you next weekend, okay? God bless. God bless. God Brian, bless. any parting thoughts?
2: No, I just want to thank, thank everybody who was who listening and those who will listen uh, later. Um, thank you for being with us, and as we said, to Next week, we will we will finish up, um, we will wrap up this talk on uh, sibling rivalry, and maybe we will talk about um, solutions to keep our children from in the future um, going too far deep into this kind of problem, because it is
1: a problem. Yes. Yes
4: yes yes, 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 yes. Okay, thank
1: you. Thank you so much. Okay, brothers. Okay. Brian, I look forward to seeing you in the morning at our uh, church um, in that place. Praise God, uh, uh, Amen. Uh, uh, R- Reverend Gardner, I love you, man. I look forward to seeing seeing you on the radio next weekend. Same here. God bless. All
2: right, okay. everybody,
1: everybody, behave. All right. Have a blessed night, guys. Okay. All me.
2: right. Good night, now.
1: Good Nine night